You're listening to Dwelling, a Homeward Bound podcast focusing on current events affecting homelessness and homelessness solutions in our region. I'm Belle Crawford, your host, taking over for Amber Adams. Thank you for joining us. Before we get started, I'd like to say a special thank you to our podcast sponsor, Home Trust Bank. Home Trust Bank, ready for what's next. In this episode, we are joined by Homeward Bound client Dwight and Dwight's case manager, Elizabeth Bowers. We will hear from Dwight and Elizabeth about their journey working together to combat some of the struggles of homelessness. And we will hear Dwight's story of moving from chronic homelessness into permanent housing. Like many homeless individuals, Dwight has experienced a lot of trauma. When Dwight was 17, his mother shot his father. And Dwight had very little access to resources to help him process this trauma. So he began trying to relieve his pain with drugs and alcohol, which is what eventually led to his homelessness. Dwight, thank you so much for joining us. I'm honored to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) I understand that your connection to Homeward Bound started with the Red Roof Inn, Homeward Bound's COVID emergency housing. How did you hear about the Red Roof Inn? Well, I had to go to AHO and sign up. And once they got a spot or a bed for me, then I could go over there. And that's where I met Elizabeth. And they fed us real well. And we had, oh, the best housing. I mean, top of the line. I'd like to thank Red Roof Inn, you know, and all the people that work there because they really put us up. I'm so glad you were able to find shelter during such a frightening time to be unhoused. And the Red Roof Inn is where you met Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth, how did you get involved with the mission of ending homelessness? So I started volunteering at Haywood Street uh, Congregation about 2010. And it was there that I realized that I loved being with this population. It was a, a place that I felt completely comfortable and could totally be myself. And I think what motivates me to the mission of ending homelessness would be um, working with people like Dwight, people who have suffered a trauma, who struggle with addiction or mental illness. Um, It's working with people who have met a lot of barriers and um, are and being able to walk beside them and assist them in overcoming those barriers. Right. I'm familiar with the Haywood Street congregation. It's a really special place. And it's my understanding that the Haywood Street congregation has done a good bit of work in the past with Homeward Bound. Dwight and Elizabeth, can you tell us a little bit about some of the myths that surround homelessness? What are some of the things that you hear from people who may not know very much about homelessness that, that just aren't true? I think the the biggest myth um, that would be that the homeless are just lazy or that they want to be homeless. Um, in the 12 years that I have been involved with the homeless population, I've never met anyone who is making that choice. Um, many want housing. Many want a good relationship with their family, want to work, but because of the trauma, because of serious mental illness, 
because of severe addiction and lack of proper care, it's just unattainable for so many of our folks. There, there's a huge rise in the younger population becoming homeless. A huge portion of this population in Asheville have spent their childhood in foster care. And that is one of the examples that we're seeing. With our older population, it's the same thing. They haven't been able to have somebody help them work through the trauma or haven't had access to rehab facilities. To me, the biggest issue is the trust issue. People don't trust you, you know, like they'll cross the street. Or when you're crossing the street, they'll lock their door. And I have no intention of hurting anyone. And they have this myth that, hey, all they want to do is a handout. They want a handout. You know, some people are just looking for a hand up, not a handout. If you just help me a little bit, I can do it. And I want to do it, but I don't have the avenues to do it, you know. Absolutely. I think one of the first um, things that somebody told me, a, a gentleman who was homeless, uh, when I was working at Haywood Street Church, um, and I would bring my daughter, who at the time was four, and she would come with me, she would eat, she would do the crafts, and was very involved um, within the church. And I had a gentleman come up to me, and he said, thank you for bringing your children. He said, you have no idea how many times I'm walking down the street and pass a mom or dad, and they put the child behind them to protect them. And he said, I feel like a monster. I feel like I am a predator. And that is not who I am. But that is the preconceived to protect your children against somebody who looks like me. And, you know, it, it's out there. And the, the, the solution is knowledge. It's learning about why people are homeless. It's learning about being able to help people in a constructive way to empower them. We believe in the housing first model. We believe that by people being housed first, they can then work on their, their substance abuse issues, their mental health issues. They can get connected better with organizations within the community. And if your basic need of housing is not met, it's almost impossible, if not impossible, to work on these things and be able to sustain the work that's been done in these areas. The three basic levels of life is bread, roof, and a job. And that's what makes the community better if we have those things. If we don't, we tend to drift and we get frustrated. And then, you know, the mental capacity of life takes its toll on you. So I just want to say this to people. Give us a chance. Don't stereotype. And allow us to be humans. That's all we want to do is live and be free. I want to be free. I don't know about anybody else. But I just want to be able to walk up the street, my head up high, and just be proud of who I am and what I'm doing. And that will help solve the world's problem if we just allow each other that space. That's all I want is space.
MySpace. Not your space, but MySpace. Like Elizabeth said, was saying, we need to open up more avenues to help the homeless. Because we're as strong as our weakest link. You know, we got to help people like myself. And a lot of people out there, they need help. They want help, but they just don't know how to get to it. So with people like Homeward Bound and Elizabeth directing them, guiding them, they can get the help. Absolutely. It literally costs way more for somebody to be homeless than it does for them to have supportive housing. Um, And it's a cost for the health of our community. We are better when everyone in our community has stable, affordable housing. Hospitalizations go down, jail visits go down. So that part of the community coming together and finding landlords who are willing to work with Homeward Bound. Um, I think for a long time, organizations would provide help that really was not helping in the big scheme of things. It was um, meeting basic needs, but it wasn't taking that next step of empowering people to, to have faith in what they can do and and be able to start trusting themselves to make decisions when the majority of the time they've been told no. And, you know, you get beat down so much that you just kind of say, well, what what's the point? I can't. I've been turned away too many times. I've been stigmatized. I have been, um, you know, just made into a monster and how how can how can you grow when that is what you've heard over and over again? Um, and you know it, it's our place to come in. And I I always tell my people I am not here to make any decisions for you. I am here to hear your needs and to help you connect to organizations or facilities or care that can help you with the needs that you have, not what I think you need. Right. That makes so, so much sense. Um, Thank you, Elizabeth. Dwight, what has it been like for you since you've moved into your new home? I love my trailer and I love the people in my neighborhood. They all reach out to me. You know, sometimes I, I, I need to go to the store. They'll say, well, Dwight, I will take you. Got a friend of mine named Randy. He gives me a ride to work every other day. You know, so it's, it's been an eye-opening experience to know that people in your community just you know, they gravitate around me now. And they say, you're doing good, man. Just hang in there now. Don't go back to the drugs. Don't go back to the alcohol. And they'll take me shopping sometimes, and they'll go in the store with me to make sure that I don't sneak and get nothing to drink. So it's a lot of love, and I needed that. I need love, and we all need love, don't we? So we just have to uh, accept one another and be okay that, hey, you might not be the person that I think you are, but you can become that person. And you can make this world a lot better place if we just help each other. Homelessness impacts the whole community because it is a community issue with a community solution. It isn't one simple issue that one agency can solve. 
its lack of medical care and access to mental health and substance abuse services, and most importantly, the need for affordable housing in our community. Oh, yeah, I I agree with you. Our community and communities all over the United States really have a lot of work to do to make the resources and uh, the housing available and, um, and affordable to everyone. So so thank you so much, Elizabeth, for being part of the podcast. Uh, thank you for speaking to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And Dwight, it's wonderful to see you doing so well. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Um, it's, it's just been a great pleasure to talk to you. Just a piece. I'm, I'm at peace now. Thank you so much. <laughs> And that concludes this episode of Homeward Bound's Dwelling Podcast. If you're interested in making a gift to help end homelessness, or if you're interested in learning more about Homeward Bound's programs, visit homewardboundwnc.org. And once again, thank you so much to our podcast sponsor, Home Trust Bank. And until next time, please take care of yourself so we can take better care of each other.